I want to begin at 2 John 1, 3. All right. The eagles are gathering together. It's all right. Hallelujah. Grace. The reference is 2 John 1, 3. Hallelujah. Where you'll find grace, be with you. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. I declare and decree, grace be with you, mercy be with you, and peace be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Now, folks. Let's be very, very clear and renew our hearts and minds to this truth that comes to set us free indeed, now and forever more. Folks, now get this. Grace is God's willingness to do us a favor. Strictly because he loves us and nothing more. Let me tell you that again. Grace is God's willingness to do us a favor strictly because he loves us and nothing more. Now take your finger and say, neighbor, understand this. Grace is God's willingness to do us a favor strictly because he loves us and nothing more. Now, folks, that kind of love is amazing and is to help each of us rest in what God has already done. Hallelujah. His grace is supernatural. It's a supernatural power that causes the finished works of Jesus to become a reality in our lives too. Say hallelujah, Lord. And for that reason, I come with a message from the Lord entitled, Grace for Every Day's Reach. Grace for Every Day's Reach. Grace for what? every day's reach. And that's another way of expressing that God loves us, my God, each and every day, regardless of life tests and trials we walk through. Say, I'm loved no matter what I'm walking through, no matter how I feel, no matter what I think. God loves me. Hallelujah. But 
to as many as receive can he give. Oh, see, I'm a receiver. I'm a receiver. But now here's the challenge for all of us. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, you won't find it on the board. It says, when I was a child, oh, Jesus, I spake as a child. Any of y'all ever been a child? I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, meaning grown up, I put away childish things. Now, let's be honest. When you're in that child mode, sometimes you don't want to grow up. Because all you got to do is cry and somebody comes and helps you. All you got to do is, you know, just act like you're weak or something. Somebody's going to come and help you. But there comes a time and season, folks, when you have to mature. You have to get up. You have to grow up. And in 2019, um, we got a lot of folks that still want to be in child because they expect everybody to just come and help them and they don't want to do their work. Say, 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 God, that's not my reputation. I'm willing to grow up. I'm, wi I'm willing, come on, to put away childish things far from me so I can go up and be a blessing. So, in order to put away childish things, we each must daily take steps to mature. Daily take steps to mature. Say every day. I got to do some steps. Whether I feel like it or not. Now, to mature, you reach full growth and development. Say to mature, I'm going to reach full growth and development. Now, to reach full growth and development is a timely process of learning to change for the better, regardless of the tests and trials we each have to walk through in our very own lives. Say, I'm in a process right now. Every day, I'm in a process of developing, of growing, and that means I have to change whether I feel like it or not. Hallelujah. Now that we are here in 2019, and Almighty God is requesting that we reach for those things that are before, it's going to take the renewing of our hearts and the renewing of our minds to receive the flow in grace for every day's reach. Say, I got to renew my mind and renew my heart every day. Now, the first grace I want to share for every day's reach is mercy. Oh, my God. For when you are connected to Jesus, goodness and mercy shall follow you every day, every day, as a divine gift of God's love. Now, mercy is compassionate treatment to those under one's power. Oof. Say mercy is compassionate treatment to those under one's power. Now, here's where you need to understand. When God releases mercy, 
it's because he has divine authority to give it to you. Like, you should have been knocked out, but you woke up. Mercy. You had a crazy moment, but you had mercy. Compassionate treatment. Because God wants you to know he loves you even when you have a stupid moment. You, when, when you have a crazy moment, God loves you. And you got to renew your heart and renew your mind to that. And stop beating yourself up when you have a stupid moment. Because all have sinned. All have come short. Huh? But I thank you for goodness and mercy. And you ought to get up every day and say, come on, goodness. Come on, mercy. Because I'm going to need you today. You ever been around some crazy folk? <laughs> and, and you wanted to cut them? But yeah, mercy said, to hold on, have some mercy. Have some mercy. Have some mercy. Again, mercy is compassionate treatment to those under one's power. To dis the disposition of being forgiven and kind. Say, I'm a forgiver and I'm a kind because I walk in mercy every day. What do you mean, Pastor? There's sometimes you connect with somebody and you want to slap them. But mercy say, hold up. Don't hit them. Forgive them. Walk away and tell the Lord thank you. Hallelujah. Say, I'm not weak when I walk away. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Because goodness and mercy are following me all the days. All the days of my life. Say compassionate treatment to those under my power. Ooh. Now let me take you to eight, Luke 18 and verse 35. Mercy, 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 mercy. Luke 18 and verse 35 says it this way. And this is so precious. And it came to pass that as he was come nigh unto Jericho, talking about Jesus, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. Have you ever seen somebody blind? Have you ever seen somebody that was honestly blind in how they function? I mean, blindness is not, you know, it's, it's, not, mm, it's not something to be always celebrating. It's, 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 it's a difficult situation. And, and hearing the multitude pass, this blind man, he asked what it meant. Why? Because he couldn't see. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passed by. And he cried saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now wait a minute. You blind, you can't see, and you need mercy. You're blind, and you can't see, but you need mercy. So you cry out, Jesus, have mercy. But it's amazing. Watch what happens. He cried saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they that went, which went before, rebuked him. I, hey, now get, please get this revelation. When you flow with God, there's sometimes you're going to cry out and some folk going to get upset. 
get mad with you. You came to church, you, you paid the time, you did, you served. When you need mercy, it don't, hey, talk about me all you want, because I'm about to receive mercy. And they which went before rebuked him that he should hold his peace. But here's the key. But he cried so much the more. Now this is what I want to impart to you. When you're going through difficult times and the enemy attacks you and wants you to shut down, don't shut down. Okay. Don't shut down. Don't decrease your prayer, increase your prayer. prayer. Don't decrease your praise, increase your praise. Don't decrease your joy, increase your joy. Do the opposite of what the enemy keeps trying to get you to do. Hey, 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 This man was blind. He kept saying, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. And guess what happened? Ha, 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 ha. Uh, ha, ha. Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought to him. See, when you roll with God, he can command folk to do stuff for you. Oh, yes, he can. He can command them to do stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, he know how to shut your enemies down. Commanded him to be brought to him. And when he was come near, see, sometimes all oh, you just got to get near God. He asked him, saying, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And he said, that I may receive my sight. I've been blind for years. I'm just asking, Lord, to, to, to have some mercy on me. Can, 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 I, can I learn to see? Can, I, can you open my eyes? Now, here's what I want you to understand. Um, I know the scripture says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. But it ain't always about waiting. Because this was an immediate miracle. God now unto him. Now unto him. Say, God is a now God. He can do stuff now. I don't have to keep waiting. All I need is decree and believe for now. Now I need this miracle. Now, God, I need my, my, my bank account full. Now I need my body healed. Now I need my family saved. Now, God, now unto you that's able to do exceeding abundant above all that I can ask and think. And immediately he received his sight. Now here's the key. He was so happy, he followed him. Now see, here's the key. When you experience mercy, you, mercy going to make you follow the Lord. Oh, yes, it is. Mercy. You know you didn't deserve it, but God gave you mercy. It's going, it should, you say, oh, no, I don't care. You can't tell me about no Jesus, because Jesus is the one that healed me. By his stripes, I'm healed. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm, hey, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, you can't shut me down. Immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, when all the people, when they saw it, gave praise unto God. I'm telling you, folks, when you keep going on with God, it's going to cause other people to change. Hallelujah. You can't despise the day of small beginnings. You got to be able to say, God, I thank you. I thank you. Anyhow, in everything, I'm giving you thanks, God. 
I thank you that somehow you're going to make this thing. Hey, I know God. I, I love you. Thank you for your mercy. Come on, goodness. Come on, mercy. Follow me. Folks, this is an example of Jesus releasing mercy to this blind man who sat by the wayside, begging. It ought to excite you because of this awesome example of the love of God manifesting the free gift of grace to someone, huh? Now get this, in their lowest point in their life. When I'm at my lowest point and I connect with Jesus, I'm getting up. I'm rising up. See, mercy causes you to, hey, rise up. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When I'm, here, 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 get this revelation. He was at his lowest point. He was blind. And he cried for mercy. And he got it immediately and he rose up. Say, say, God. Hey. Me too. When I'm at my lowest point, have mercy on me too. I don't I, I can remember some mercy moments. Oh, yes, I remember some mercy moments. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. When you're at your lowest point and God gives you mercy, that lets you know how advice. Okay, thank you, Lord. Anybody can love you when things are going well. But who loves you when you're at your lowest point? Hey. Look at your say neighbor. I got some good news. I'm gonna love you in your lowest points. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when you say, say when you see me. No mercy is on the way. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say, when you see me, no mercy is on the way. Hallelujah. Again, mercy is defined as compassionate treatment, a disposition to be kind and forgiving, something for which, huh, to be thankful for. It's a blessing. Eagle Summit, when you are connected to Jesus, his amazing grace is available, and his loving gift of mercy shows up whenever it is needed, whenever it's needed to help you soar in your life purpose as you learn to serve with love too. So one of the major gifts from God is the grace for every day's reach, and it's going to be mercy. Now let me give you one more example. Let's go to Mark chapter 14 and verse 66. I'm thirsting and hungering for more of the word. I'm thirsting and hungering for more of the word. Hallelujah. Mark 14, 66. And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. Now, this is the, this is the time and season where Jesus has been snatched and they're getting ready to crucify him. And um, Peter, one of his homeboys, is pretending like he didn't know him. Say, say, neighbor. Sometimes, folk that are close to you, and you get in a mess, they're going to pretend that they don't know you. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked upon him and said, Oh, and thou also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied, saying, I know not, neither understand uh, I what thou sayest. 
and he went out into the porch and the cock crew and the maid saw him again and he began to, to say to them that stood by this is one of them and he denied it again this is the second time and a little after they that stood said again to Peter surely thou art one of them for thou art a Galilean and thy speech agreeeth thereto but he began to curse and to swear saying I don't know this man of whom you speak folk eye contact save people cuss say people have a cuss they have a cuss moment and when you're in that cuss moment you need mercy hallelujah say okay i don't cuss hey liar liar pants on fire mm -hmm. and he began to curse in this way saying i know not this man of whom you speak and the second time the cock crew and Peter called to mind get this the word that Jesus said unto him before the cock crows twice Peter thou shalt deny me thrice and when he thought thereon he wept now this is so precious because you need to know you can't hurt God oh okay 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 I said you can't hurt God he knows your downside and he knows your uprising. He, he, he knows what you are all about. And he's just trying to get you to develop so you mature in him. And you stop leaning to your own understanding. But in all of your ways, acknowledge him. him. Do you understand God? Uh, uh, you can't hurt God. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes... Come on. He was healed. Say, 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 God. I understand. I can't hurt you. I can't hurt you. Now, here's the trick of the enemy. Enemy makes you think that you do hurt God. And you don't, you, you don't hurt God. Because he already knows your downsetting and he knows your uprising. When Peter was with Jesus, Peter started saying, you know, if everybody leave you, I'm going to be the one. I ain't leaving you. Jesus discerned, saying, no, no, Peter, you ain't, you, 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 you ain't there yet. And, and I know, I know you, what you're saying, but what you're saying ain't going to measure up to what you're going to do. Amen. And so Jesus said, okay, all right, go on, Peter. Go on, be, Peter, be Peter. But I know there's going to be a divine moment when you're going to have to face reality and make the change. And when he started, he started to realize that he needed to make the change hallelujah hallelujah folks here is one of Jesus closest disciples in a time and season of fear doubt and unbelief even though he had the blessing of a real relationship with Jesus before all the trouble began likewise many people who are in faith attending church <laughs> faithful in paying the tithes faithful in serving faithful in their praise and worship faithful in praying can still miss the mark when life tests and trials cross their life path too. But God, but glory to God, the God we serve always looks beyond our faults, my God, my God, and supplies 
all I need according to his riches in glory. And in difficult times and seasons, the gift of mercy is so, so precious and needed to help people have a real heart and heart relationship with the Lord. Say, God, thank you for the mercy that's upon us forever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My God. Now let's go to Mark 16 and dig a little deeper. Mark 16 and verse 1. Oh my God, my God, my God. Woo. So awesome. Mark 16 and verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him talking about jesus this is jesus he's uh, in he's been crucified now they come the first day to come and anoint jesus and very early in the morning the first day of the week they came to the sepulcher at the rising of the sun and they said among themselves who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher and when they looked they saw that the stone was rolled away say sometimes God will do things beyond your thinking. Hallelujah. For it was very great, the stone was. Entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long garment, and they were affrighted. Sometimes when signs and wonders come, you're going to be amazed. It's going to, hey, hey. He said, unto them, be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was, which was crucified. He's risen. He's not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Tell his disciples. Tell his disciples. And Peter, the one that cussed, the one that cussed and swore. Jesus is resurrected. And he already has a mandate. I knew he was going to mess up, but I got mercy. So come on, Peter. Now, 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 now you done graduated from El Stupid to Mature. Come on now. Say, God. Me too. Hallelujah. But go your way, tell your disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There you shall see him as he said unto you. Now, folks, here we have another awesome example of the mercy of God given to one of his closest disciples after he had denied knowing Jesus and cursing and swearing in the process. Say, God, thank you for this revelation that you love me in season and out of season. Thank you for your mercy. Again, and this was written to give each of us the Almighty God's sons and daughters hope against hope in difficult times and seasons that we too will walk through learning to totally trust in the Lord with all your heart and with all your mind. And in 2019, in order to reach God's mercy, you must be released to help others experience the love of God towards them that never fails when it is received wholehearted. Say, say mercy when I release it will not fail 
when they receive it. Hallelujah. Say mercy. I loose you. Even now. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Oh, my God. Lord, receive that. Now, the second grace I want to share for each, for every day, is Jesus' divine favor. Say divine favor. Is another blessing that surrounds us every day. Let's go to John chapter 8 and verse 2. Divine favor. Oh, my God. The grace for divine favor as we reach. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. Oh, my goodness. Now, this, this, this is something that I hope you get to understand. I don't care who you are. There are just times and seasons when people want to humiliate you, okay? Times and seasons when people will just seem to, you know, no matter what you do, the more you do it, it just seems they just want to humiliate you. But because of divine favor, God can change everything. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman, talked about Jesus, taken in adultery. You know this passage. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now the people that are talking have had messes themselves. I said the people that are talking have had messes themselves. But now they'd want to focus on somebody else. Now Moses, huh, in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what saith thou? They, this they said tempting him that they might have to accuse him, but Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Now, in 2019, you got to learn how to get on the ground yourself sometime when you're hearing stuff, crazy stuff, okay, crazy stuff. Stop commenting on crazy stuff. Say, say, neighbor. Stop commenting on crazy stuff when you know it's crazy. I said, when you know it's crazy, when they're trying to entrap you so that you become guilty for opening your mouth, you are justified by the words of your mouth. You are condemned by the words of your mouth. So no one to zip it in conversations with interesting people. Okay. And when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, Okay, he that is without sin, huh, among you, let him cast the first stone at her. And he again stooped down and wrote on the ground. Hallelujah. Folks, here we have a keen example of Jesus flowing in his grace flow of divine favor towards a woman who was being used. Ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute. They're using this woman to attack Jesus. Say, 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 neighbor. Folk will try to use something 
It's someone to attack you, to get you to miss the mark of the blessing. Amen. You ever been around people? You're just too quiet. You don't say too much. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Especially when I know I'm around El Stupido. When I'm around El Stupido, I'm going to be quiet. Because El Stupido wants me to be what? Wants me to open my mouth and say the wrong thing and agree. And miss the blessing. Say, I ain't missing the blessing. I'm going to give God thanks in the midst of El Stupido. Again, and he began to stoop down and roll on the ground. Here we have an example of God's divine favor. Now look at what happens in John 8 and verse 9. What happens? And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, okay, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Now that's a golden moment, folks. When Jesus had lifted up himself, he saw none but the woman. He said unto her, said unto her, where are those accusers? Have no man condemned thee? Have no man, now, come on now. Here's a woman that's been abused by men anyhow, and she finally connects with a man that ain't an abuser. Ooh. She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. I'm telling folks, that was melody to our heart. Neither do I condemn thee. She's finally with a man that's loving her unconditionally. I said she's finally with a man that loves her unconditionally. Y'all ain't helping me. He's, huh? Unconditionally. She's with a man that sees her value, that sees her worth, and is loving her unconditionally. That's a new normal for her. Come on. And Jesus said, and neither do I. Now, honey, go and sin no more. Go on, baby. Sin no more. Go. Go. How did that woman feel after experiencing in her lifetime a man that didn't condemn her, didn't abuse her, didn't rape her, didn't, hey, a man that said, honey, it's all right. I'll give you divine favor, and I want you to know the love of God that is awesome. Go and sin no more. Now, favor is defined as a gracious, friendly or oblige, obliging act that is freely granted. Freely granted. Say, when I get favor, something's freely granted. It's freely granted. I can't earn it. I don't deserve it, but I receive it. Hallelujah. All right, folks, each and every day, Jesus has a deep awareness of the sufferings of his people coupled with the wish to relieve it. Said another way, it's not God's will that we suffer, but that we have abundant and eternal life here and on earth. But in order for that to happen, we each day must willingly stay connected to Jesus 
and walk by faith in his amazing grace he shares for each and every day. Now let's be very, very clear that when Jesus flowed with divine favor, he was not being weak. He was being stronger than the opposition, sharing his loving grace that never fails when it's received rightly. Did you get that? This woman was experiencing the divine favor of God and it changed her life. Changed her life forever. He told the woman, neither do I. Go and sin no more. No condemnation didn't mean she was not guilty. It meant that she was given another chance to make her life better. Say, say neighbor. Oh, I've had some divine favor too. And I know how good it feels to have a divine moment to be forgiven and to make good changes. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's how we're going to reach, folks, in 2019. They need divine favor. All right. Folks, the third grace I want to mention is divine peace. Oh, my God. Luke 8 and 49. Luke chapter 8 and verse 49. Divine peace. Oh, my God. It says, while he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying, your daughter's dead. Your daughter's dead. Trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered, say neighbor, sometimes by the leadership of the Holy Ghost, you got to answer the negative with faith, not fear. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. When you are truly connected to Jesus, he will always release divine peace any way he can, huh, get you to receive it. Get you to receive it. It's amazing when people go to the doctor and the doctor tell them something crazy. It's like peace just flies away from them. They, they pay more attention to that than what God says. He said, by his stripes, you're healed. He said, if you confess your sins, I forgive you. He said, I'll have mercy and goodness will follow you all the days of your life. Yes, that's the doctor. And yes, they have information, but I live in miracle world. I live in miracle world. Say, my God is a miracle worker. He, he does the impossible. That's why I'm going to live a long life. I ain't leaving hurt. I'm leaving satisfied. Hallelujah. Healthy, wealthy, and wise in Jesus' name. Wow, wow, wow. That is why we each must learn to listen when his words are being spoken to us both in the natural as well as in the spirit. Now Luke 8 and 51, watch what happens. Luke 8, 51. And when Jesus came into the house, he suffered no man to go, except Peter, the one that cussed, the one that fussed, and James and John, come on, and the father and the mother of, and of the maiden. 
and all wept. Now get this. Now please get this understanding. When you are full of the Lord, there are times and seasons that your presence makes the difference. They're going into a situation where people are crying. They're all upset, but they're bringing light in the midst of the darkness. And, and, and what I'm trying to get you to understand is when, you, when God is in you and you go into those difficult situations, you need to be in, the, in there bringing God and not you. And all wept and bewailed, but he said, weep not. She's not dead, but sleeping. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jesus. Have you lost your mind? She's not dead, but she's sleeping. He's calling things that be not as though they are. And they laughed him to scorn. See, you got to understand, there are times and seasons people going to laugh at you when you're trying to walk by faith and not by sight. I said they're going to try to, they're going to laugh at you. Don't be upset when they laugh. That's their seat. They're they in another realm. They shall laugh. They laughed in the scorn knowing that she was dead. Got it? Now here's, what, here's the next piece. He put them all out. When you are in a dead situation, there's sometimes you got to put people out. They won't believe. They're blocking the blessing. They're blocking the miracle. He put them all out, took her by the hand, and called, saying, Maid, arise. Say, finances, arise. Family, arise. Family, arise. Family, arise. Arise. In Jesus' name. And her spirit came again, and she arose straightway. And he commanded to give her meat. And her parents were astonished. But he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. And we're living in times and seasons now where God is going to do some special things for you, but you can't tell everybody. They can't handle it. Hallelujah. Say, I'm so blessed. I can't tell you all of it. But I'm so blessed and highly favored. And 2019 is my year of greater blessing. Greater blessing. Say, don't be jealous. Rejoice. Because the same God that's blessing me is going to bless you. Hallelujah. Just keep believing and keep receiving. Every day. Every day. Every day. Hallelujah. Folks, there are faith times and seasons when the grace of God is to be kept between you and him. So you learn to receive his loving grace with confidence and joy because you too are loved by the best of the best. Woo. Jesus the Christ who gave his life for us all to have life and have it more abundantly. Grace, grace for every day. With grace for every day, you can expect God's mercy, God's divine favor, and God's divine peace to be available each and every day because his love for us never fails. Now, as I close, 
for today. I leave you with this awesome word of the Lord to meditate until we meet the next time. 2 John 1 and 3. 2 John 1 and 3. Meditate this word. Grace be with you. And where that you is, put your name. Grace be with Jim. Mercy be with Jim. Peace be from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Grace be with me. Say grace. grace. Be with me. Mercy, be with me. Peace, be with me. As I reach for others to receive your grace, your mercy, and your peace. Hallelujah. Let me give you one more. Second Peter 1 and 2. Second Peter 1 and 2. Oh, this is so good. Hallelujah. This is so awesome. Meditate this word. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. And where that you is, put your name. Say grace and peace be multiplied. Put your name, Jim. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Say neighbor, I see grace and peace being multiplied. I said multiplied all over you, all over you. I said grace, I said mercy, I said peace. Be multiplied, increase every day. Hallelujah, because I have knowledge of God and Jesus is the reason for the season. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. For those of you that have been listening, we want you to know that Jesus, Jesus, Jesus so loves you that he gave his life that you might have eternal life, meaning that when you accept Jesus by confessing him with your mouth and believing on him in your heart, you too become one of his sons and one of his daughters, and he gives you eternal life. And he simply says, just repent, say I'm sorry, and make the changes that you need to make. And as you do that, you'll grow strong in him and the power of his might. And if you do that, then God begins to work all things together for your good. And you become the head and not the tail. You become above and not beneath. And Eagle Summit releases the blessing upon you. Say grace, grace. be released. Grace. Say mercy, grace. be released. Grace. Say peace. Be released upon everyone that's watching, that's listening today. Holy Ghost, confirm it with signs, wonders, and miracles in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.